Man. Hey, Tom, good morning. What's up, Greg? How you doing? What's going on? How was your weekend? I was good, man. It was really nice. Had it just a nice, uh, you know, just a lot of time with the kids. So it was really, it was great. We usually don't get that this time of year. Do you end up, like, do you watch a lot of Red Zone, like, uh, yesterday? Or do you end up watching any football at all? I know. I didn't. Actually, yesterday was pretty there wasn't much time to do it yesterday, so we were kind of doing other things. But uh, obviously, just watching a lot of the scores, and I saw a couple. That, yeah, I did watch that for probably an hour or two, so it was good. Yes. I, got, I got enough football in. Tom, I was watching your Instagram stories with the kids and whatnot. Like, do you find it hard to disconnect from football when you're spending time with your family when you're when you're doing things like that? You know, he's such a performance-driven guy. Is it, is it easy for you to kind of step back and say, okay, this is my time. I can I can disconnect from football. Uh, yeah, yes and no. I think it's, it's good to do it, but it's also, you know, in the back of my mind, I'm still thinking about the football season. So you're just kind of thinking about, you know, did I get enough rest today or did I get, you know, am I ready to go for practice this week or did I get what I needed to do done, you know, at work? So yes and no, it's, it's not like you can totally disconnect. Like, um, you know, you can, let's say in February, March, April, um, because you just know it goes so quick and right around the corner. Like today, you know, we're basically back to a normal week. So, um, you know, as good as the weekend was, you're kind of back to your normal routine now at this point. You're just back grinding again. So You're thinking about the Jets. Uh, yeah, yes. yeah, basically. I mean, you got to because it's uh, – I mean, that's what football season is. I think it stresses you in a lot of ways. And, and, and there's a, a, a competitive stamina – that you got to have and you got to keep in order to just keep kind of pressing on because it's very easy this time of year. And I think you'll see with a lot of teams, you know, they start to get fatigued mentally, um, not just physically, but you start to maybe work a little less hard or you work, you know, you kind of just get through the day as opposed to try to push through the day and improve, you know, and I think over the course of, you know, if you do that all of October, half of November, you know, before there's really light at the end of the tunnel, then you don't make any improvements. And then at the time of the year where you should be getting better, you know, you've never really improved. So I think our team is always focused on trying to improve. And in order to do that, you gotta you gotta push you gotta just push through the the fatigue of like, you know, the early part of the, the season. Like I would say it's like the early part of a of a marathon. You know, you're on mile eight or nine, you're not really close to the end but you're not really close to the beginning anymore either. And you just got to go do it. You got to push through it. Um, I think, you know, that every little thing that you say is dissected and, and overanalyzed by, by fans in the media. Um, so I do not want by you though. What's that? Not by you. No, Tom. I mean, you say something, right. I, I take it as, as, uh, as, as law. I mean, you, 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 you tell me to drink more water. I drink more water. I mean, I, I, <laughs> you know, you know how that goes. Um, but I think um, when we listen to you after a game like Thursday, we sometimes hear frustration in your voice. And so I, I, I was wondering if that ends up being frustration with the performance of the offense as a whole or frustration with what you have available to throw to or, or frustration with yourself or, or is there no frustration after a game like Thursday? No, I think it's uh, probably a lot of different emotions that you feel from week to week. And I don't think it's just pure, you know, because you win, it's not like there's 100% jubilation. 
And I think when you lose, it's not like there's a hundred percent disappointment. So it's probably a mix of a lot of different things. Um, you know, and there's probably, it, they probably, it's the whole spectrum of things. You know, when you think about the game, the important thing is to win the game. I mean, really, that's the reason, the only reason why we play is to, you know, you win or you lose. Um, I think as you project out, you know, you start thinking about, okay, I know it worked tonight, but we better figure this out or else this is going to come back to, to beat us. So I think that's probably having 20 years of experience that's the benefit of experience is using the experience to make good decisions. If you don't learn from things that you have already made mistakes on, then, you know, it, it does. I think that is frustration. So I think I have the benefit of experience and looking um, from a unique perspective that probably a lot of people don't have, you know, because they haven't had the opportunity to play for as long as I have. And, um, you know, I, I love the way that, you know, our team has won the games that we've played. That's been great, and it's great to be 6-0. and um, But at the same time, I don't think there's any complacency or um, a belief that, you know, we've got everything figured out or we have all the answers or the next week is going to be easier than the last week. I think you realize that it's only going to get harder as the season goes. When it, when it comes to you and, and Coach, do you – do you ever lobby him during the season to to acquire players? You know, I've said this before, too. I think that the one position I'm in is um, he and I, you know, we always talk football. We have had open relationship for 20 years about our, you know, team. And, you know, when he asks, you know, I certainly have opinions and so forth. But as I said before, like, I don't make – that's not my – role you know and i think there's part of me that um you know i just and i've said this before that you know from my standpoint i'm a player you know i'm a player like everyone else i'm not in a position where i make authoritative decisions so you can't become attached to making authoritative decisions because then you just get disappointed when those are things are out of your control yeah and i think for me you know when you're in a position to make those authoritative decisions, or, you know, then that's what your job is. You know, my job is to do what I do, which is to try to play quarterback, realizing that a lot of those decisions do impact how I play quarterback. But, you know, I also have a lot of trust that, um, you know, our, our, our organization, you know, is trying to win games too. So um, I'd say it's worked. You know, we've had a great relationship for, you know, 20 years. Um, you know, so we'll just try to keep doing the best. I'm going to keep doing the best that I can do. I'm going to try to be the person that I am um, to try to help us win in whatever role that they ask me to. And, um, you know, that, that hasn't changed from 20 years ago. So I'll show up this week and, you know, they're going to put players in positions based on game plan and who's out there to say, Hey, this is what we expect. And then, you know, I'm going to try to do the best I can do as well. So, um, and then injuries play a part. You know, we've had in the Washington game, Philip Dorsett went out after, you know, three plays. In this game, Matt Lacoste went out after, you know, a short period of time. So then you're just making adjustments. Yeah. You know, and I think that's just part of football. But, you know, you go through a whole week preparing, 
And that's, again, that's the tricky part about football is, you know, part of the experience that we've had as a team is being able to adjust when people do get injured. Um, you know, so it's just, it's, it, football season has its challenges for every team. And even yesterday, you know, you watch some of these games and like, you know, it's, there's, there's challenges and, and that's just part of it. Dealing with them is part of what football season's all about. Gronk is going to be in here tomorrow. Do you have a 30 second elevator pitch that we could play for him on, on, uh, on coming back when he's, uh, when he's in here tomorrow? No, he's, I, I'm just, you know, look, I'm, I love that guy. I'm so happy that he's enjoying, um, you know, his time and, I'm just I'm happy that he's enjoying his life and he seems to really be um, doing a lot of great things. So he knows how I feel about him and I I want what's best for him. And uh, he's the only person that can make those decisions. So I don't lobby for those things. You know, I just I'm I have a great relationship with him. He's given actually a hell of a lot to our team already over the course of a long period of time. And I think people should be very appreciative and you know for what he's brought to the team and what he's brought to the for the region because I think he's just a very special guy and uh, you know he's just he's at a different phase of his life uh, Belichick gave you the game ball after passing Peyton Manning when was the last time that you got a game ball from coach I don't I don't remember but that was very nice that was very very kind I was uh, I would say um, uh, unexpected but certainly appreciated and um you know, it's pretty cool. I mean, I never, I mean, I never imagined playing 20 years in the NFL and Peyton was a guy that I looked up to because he was so spectacular in every way. And, you know, Brett Favre is the same. And, um, you know, you can only do it with the help of so many people, the support of so many people to help me accomplish my dreams and to accomplish doing something that I love to do. I mean, there's a, a lot of people that, sacrifice a lot for me so I guess for me it's just thinking about those people and how appreciative I am of them um my family my kids you know my wife you know my teammates my coaches um you know it's very very special when you can accomplish that because it just it's uh it speaks more to you know completing passes it speaks to you know people you know making it possible for me to even go out there and do something I love to do so that's kind of what I think about speaking of accomplishing dreams coach could have given you the game ball Tom for being the first 42 year old in NFL history to get two rushing touchdowns in the same game <laughs> I love that I know I, I got a text from Doug Flutie who's a good friend of mine and I said I guess rushing touchdown I, I think they should delineate between quarterback sneak touchdowns and actually where you have to run for a touchdown. Because I don't know if you classify mine as rushing touchdowns because there's not much rushing. Right. It's more like sneaking. <laughs> so. But you're the lead back on the team. Sony's probably taking lessons from you at this point. You kidding me? He's definitely not taking lessons from me. But I don't have very far to go, so I just kind of slither my way in through there and, uh, and find a way to get to as far as I need to go. It's usually not very far. Uh, Tom, the people have spoken, and they have decided that the Needham Bank, Needham Bank, your local community bank, player of the game last week, despite the fact that you threw for a score, ran threw for a couple scores, and ran two in, 
Kyle Van Noy, who has been a stud on the defense, this amazing world-class defense you guys have. Can you talk about uh, the ascent of Van Noy on the defense and also the fact that he's got this uh, boogeyman nickname going on for the defense? Yeah, it's pretty cool. Those guys are playing so spectacular. Um, I mean, it's they have so many versatile players, and they're making play after play after play, and just they all hustle to the ball. They attack the quarterback. Um, I mean, I don't know. I can't say enough good things about those guys because I've been watching it now for, you know, two and a half months, and we practice against them, and they just make it hard to do anything consistently well. Of course, their drive, quarter, half, game. I mean, we're just – a lot of pressure on the opposing offense so when you're out there i mean which is very rare like the defense i mean we're a threat to basically score points now i mean when our defense is on the field and that's that's pretty sweet i mean from my standpoint to watch them and to watch the opposing offense give up points now for i don't know how many times that is two three times um that we're just we're making plays and scoring points when the offense isn't on the field. So that's an incredible, uh, incredible benefit, you know, of having the, the type of defense and special teams units that we have. So it's I couldn't be happier the way those guys are playing. They're dominating football. The quarterback question of the week, Tom, is brought to you by Northeast Men's Clinic, specializing in the sexual health of men. It was suggested over the week. Uh, weekend that uh, Julian Edelman is not a top twenty-five receiver. Um, where where do you uh, where do you rank Julian Edelman? Well, for me, he's you know a spectacular player, and he's one of the you know he'll be in the in the Patriot Hall of Fame. So, and he could be you know a Pro Football Hall of Famer too at some point. So, I mean, he's what he's done and what he's accomplished in his career is. You know, nothing short of spectacular, and he's a great teammate. He does all the dirty work. I mean, not just his only spectacular performances, you know, his ability to run routes, catch the ball, run after catch, but, you know, blocking, blocking for other guys. I think his day-to-day mentality really sets the tone for everybody. I mean, whenever, you know, we put Julian in a position to do all the toughest jobs, basically, and that's what he relishes, and I think it's, those things can't go unnoticed because when he's not in there, you can see the difference it has on our offense. And, um, I mean, he's, he does a lot of things that a lot of other players in the NFL can't do. Um, and, you know, he's just a spectacular player. So that's definitely uh, kind of a bogus vote in my view because yeah. I think he's, he's pretty spectacular. I mean, he is a spectacular player, one of the greats in the NFL, no doubt. He gets it done. Um, 125 catches over his last full season. Boomer and earlier, Tom, said he'd be top five wide receiver in the NFL. So I think you got some pretty good company agreeing with you. Uh, my yeah. Foxborough fanboy question of the week for you this week, Tom, uh, comes on the heels of your Instagram stories. It looked like you were actually visiting the Field of Dreams this weekend. That was, that was pretty sweet, right? It was, it was beautiful. Um, yeah, we were having some fun. So there's a cool little place where we go. And uh, they have a field and with the corn stalks, and it was pretty amazing. Yeah, you can't think about Field of Dreams without thinking about having a catch with Dad, and now we've got all these grown men crying on the radio, Tom, <laughs> listening to you. <laughs> Everyone wants to have a catch. Uh, but this leads to uh, 
This leads me to ask, what are some of you, like, that's one of everyone's favorite sports movies. Is that one of your favorites, and what are your favorite sports uh, movies? Is this a rank question it's again? Not he, a doesn't rank. Like, he doesn't like rank questions. It's, it's, <laughs> li- right, just, it's just mention a few of them. Okay, All right, a, a, few, a few of your favorite sports films, Tom Brady. Um, I would say Hoosiers. Ooh, solid call. Um, Hoosiers would be one. I think Rudy is in there, even though it's Notre Dame, which, you know, I'm not the biggest Notre Dame, you know, fan. <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh, How about the natural? Do you like the natural, Tom? Yeah, it was good. I mean, it's a great movie. It's a great movie, but uh, not, not uh, really uh, 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 Brian song. Hello, yeah, greatest football. Good, film. Yeah, great movie. Brian song is a great movie. Yeah, uh, longest a great one. Longest, longest yard. yard. I think it's the greatest football movie. Remember the Titans. Remember the Titans was spectacular. Spectacular. Yeah, spectacular. So there's some great. There's some good ones. All right. Um, yeah. Be- before you go, um, Jets with a with a uh, not like any given Sunday that wouldn't be oh, in there. It, you don't. No, I wouldn't put any given Sunday in there. Yeah, I don't, I'd probably. Well, I don't know. Curtis is shocked over the. What you, you love that movie, Curtis? Great movie. I thought uh, Tom would liked it. Uh, yeah, good movie. Know. Good movie, but not in the not same great. league as the others. Not great. Um, a league of their own. That was a good movie. Ooh. There's no crying in baseball. One of Tom Hanks' greatest performances. Not a not a big, was. Not a big Tom you're Hank not, fan. Yeah, but, no, you're but not. That's okay. You hated that movie. I, I just don't like Tom Hank. I mean, everybody loves Tom <laughs> Hank. I don't. I just don't like Tom Hank. Um, I mean, listen. Probably there's going to be somebody who's going to play you in a movie someday, Tom Brady. I don't know. Who would you I'll want? Hopefully, a long time from now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Are you a Breaking Bad guy? Did you Did you watch El Camino, the Breaking Bad movie? I know. No, I didn't. I. I've been trying to get into that series. My wife and I, when we first met, we had a lot of kind of free time on our hands, so we would watch a lot of movies yeah. and, you know, have series, and then we had kids, and then, like, we have no time to watch, like, five minutes of anything, and everyone's always said, you got to see Breaking Bad, and I've always been like, yeah, I'd love to, but I have no time, so that's I'm busy been winning that... championships. <laughs> it's, it's busy with, you know, a lot of things, and one of them, unfortunately, isn't watching TV, so and she doesn't like to watch TV as is. Um, the uh, you know Jets with a win. Um, are they? Do you consider the Jets to be your biggest rival? Jets as a division team. I mean, they're all the same in the division, basically. Um, I mean, they're all tough. They're all you know. We know them. They know us, and that's it's just a hard nose game. And playing in New York, I would say is always. You know, we always have these grind them out games down there and going all the way back to when I first started. So this is our third division game on the road, which I'm very happy about. We've won the other two. So I mean, it's pretty great if we can if we can take care of business this week and win all three, you know, division road games, certainly to this point in the year. All right. Well, we'll let you get to work. Thanks for checking in this morning. And we'll we'll, uh, we'll talk to you next week. Cool. Have a great week. See you guys.